Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. You're looking for joy? His way to joy is perfection. You're looking for hope? You're looking for beauty? You're looking for strength? His way to it is perfection. (laughs) It is perfection. We have to believe that God's way is the right way. Even when His ways conflict with what we have already believed or what we've already been taught in society. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Welcome back, everybody, to another midweek service right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. It's time once again for our Bible study adventure. Let's talk about Jesus. Let's talk about the rich kingdom of God and how he has a plan for you to be victorious in life. You know, it's the Father's desire for you to be filled with the knowledge of his will that you may do his will. It is God's desire that you be an overcomer in this world. Jesus said, you know, in this world, you're going to have tribulation. You're going to have some trouble, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And don't you know, because Jesus has overcome, you will also overcome. The Bible declares that you are an overcomer. So rejoice. Hallelujah. Jesus didn't just die on that cross so that you can go to heaven. No, He died on that cross definitely to ensure your eternal life, but also to give you victory in the right here and now. He doesn't want you to live in hell and then go to heaven. No, he wants you to live a victorious life right now. Jesus said that he's come that you would have life and have it more abundantly. So it's the Father's plan for you to live a thrilling and satisfying life, a rich and satisfying life. Hallelujah. (laughs) Now that doesn't mean that your life is going to be full of roses every single day, but that does mean that when trouble comes, it better watch out (laughs) because the Lord has a plan for you, for you to overcome every obstacle in your life. Sickness, disease, poverty, low self-esteem, no matter what it is, joblessness, no matter what it is, he has a plan for you plan for you to overcome on every side. Boom, boom, boom. Yes. We're going to have a great time tonight. Woo-hoo. I'm excited. We're raising the roof. Uh, all right. Woo. I got to calm down a little bit, but all right. It's Bible study time. Bible study adventure time. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Don't forget to go to my website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. Now we're in a series entitled The Parables of Jesus, and this is part number three, and I'm excited to be here with you. There are a great number of parables that the Lord has given to us. I'm not sure at this point that we're going to go through all of them, but we'll definitely touch on quite a few in this series. Yay, it's going to be great. I especially say that since we're, this is part three in the series and we're still on one the first parable. Yeah, but it's great. (laughs) You know, it's great. So I'm having a good time and I hope that you are too. God's word is life to all of our flesh. It is health. It is medicine. And I pray that you're receiving life right where you are. Well, we were in the book of Mark, the fourth chapter. And yes, we're still here today 
talking about the parable of the sower and the seed, the seed and the sower. This is wonderful. And to, uh, tonight or now we're going to read um, from verse one all the way down to verse number 16. And I believe we stopped there on verse 16 on the last time we were together. So we'll pick up there now. Yeah. Hooray! Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> we're going to have a great time. All right. Ready? All right. Let's go ahead and read Mark four, verse number one. It reads, and he began talking about Jesus and he began again to teach by the seaside. And there was gathered unto him a great multitude so that he entered into a ship and sat in the sea. And the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he taught them many things by parables and said unto them in his doctrine, hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. And it came to pass as he was, as he sowed, some fell by the wayside and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. Verse five, and some fell on stony ground where it had not much earth and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched and because it had no root, it withered away. We'll actually be talking about that part tonight. Yay. Are you clapping? Yay. All right. Well, okay. All right. Let's go on. All right. Verse number seven says, and some fell among thorns and the thorns grew up and choked it and it yielded no fruit. And other fell on good ground and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased and increased and brought forth some 30 and some 60 and some an hundred. And he said unto them, he that hath an ear to hear, let him hear. You have ears to hear and a heart to respond. You got ears to hear. I want to hear what Jesus is saying. Don't you? This is wonderful. All right, let's go on verse 10. And it says, and when he was alone, they that were about him uh, with the 12 asked of him the parable. And he said unto them, unto you, it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but unto them that are without all these things are done in parables that seeing they may see and not perceive and hearing they may hear and not understand least at any time they should be converted and their sins should be forgiven them. We talked about that in part number one, or was it two? One of those I think it was part one. So if you didn't hear it, go back. All right, let's go to verse number 13. And he said unto them, know ye not this parable? And how then will ye know all parables? The sower soweth the word. And guess what? Jesus is the one that is sowing the word, is the word that is sowing the word. Verse 15. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they, but when, uh, let me start again. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. Now, we were there on last week in part number two. Yes, right, because this is part number three. And so let's go further. It says, uh, let me back up. I think I forgot something. Hold on a second. 
All right, verse 15 again. Yes, it says, and these are they by the wayside where the word is sown, but when they have heard Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their heart. Yes, that's right. That's verse 15. So it's time for us to go into verse number 16. And I'm excited to go in verse 16. Can you say 16? Just shout it. 16, 16, 16. Did you say it? I didn't hear you say it. Did you say All right, good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 16 says, and this is where we stopped last time. It says, and these are they likewise, which are sown on stony ground, who when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness. Verse 17, and have no root in themselves, and so endure for, and so endure but for a time. Afterwards, when persecution, rather when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. Now grab a hold of that. That is powerful. This talks about people. Imagine this. There are a group of people that when Jesus speaks, when the word of God comes forth, they don't immediately reject it like those that are on the wayside over there. No, no, no. They hear the word and they're saying, yes, Jesus, we love you. Oh, we love this word. This word is so, so good. But they don't allow the word to penetrate deeply into their hearts. One thing we can find out here or discover is that, of course, again, this is a stony ground. And this stone represents other thoughts, other concepts, other beliefs that prevent the word from going in deeply. You know, if it wasn't for the stone, then the seed would penetrate deeply into the soil. But again, this stone is other thoughts, other things that we have believed, other things that we have known. Maybe what mama taught you, daddy taught you, grandmama taught you, maybe what society has been saying. And these are thoughts or these are deeply rooted concepts that are strong within us. And when we're hearing the word at the very presentation of what Jesus is saying, this is good. Hallelujah. You mean, Lord, I can be healed. I can be delivered. You're going to bless me. Oh, this is wonderful. Thank you so much. But his word will conflict with what you have already believed unless you take those other beliefs away and let the Lord's word penetrate deeply. Look at this. Let's look and see what happens with the one that uh, receives it with joy, but does not allow it to penetrate deeply. All right, so there are some areas in our hearts uh, that can be uh, wayside. We can have other areas that are maybe stony because it may be easier for us to believe some things that God is saying, but not so easy to believe other things that the Lord is saying. It's that part of our hearts, like in this stony ground, we have to cultivate that soil, allow the Lord to cultivate it and, and, and pull up those rocks and pull up those weeds and pull up everything so that the word of God can have full penetration in our hearts so it can produce fruit. Amen. So this is one of those works of the spirit, isn't it? Where the Lord has to deal with that stony part of our heart, that part of us that does not receive the word of God deeply. We believe it's true. That's why there's joy. But actually doing it, mm, now that's a problem. Look at this. It says in verse number uh, 17 again, it says, and have no root in themselves, 
And so endureth but for a time afterwards when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake. Uh, immediately they are offended. Let's pull away from this and let's go to the book of, let's go to the Amplified uh, version of this. I love the way the Amplified Bible reads in this verse. And this is how it reads again, Mark 4, 17 of the Amplified Bible. And it says it, it reads like this. And they have no real root in themselves. So they endure only for a little while. Then when trouble or persecution comes because of the word, immediately they are offended and displeased at being, at being associated with me, stumble and fall away. Can you imagine that? There are people that will hear word from God, know that this is right, know that this is the word of Jesus. And while it's being presented, there's great joy. But afterwards, we would say when the rubber meets the road, they say, no, can't do this. And so the word is discarded. Let me show you one example of this. This is so powerful here in the book of John, John 12, verse 42 and 43. This is a bullseye example here, in my opinion here. Look at this. Uh, John 12, verse 42 through 43. And it reads like this. It reads, nevertheless, among the chief rulers also many believed on him. Many believed in Jesus. It says, uh, but because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. Verse 43, for they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. There were people that believed in Jesus, but they weren't going to confess him because they valued more the praise or attention of people. They valued more their money or their job or their prestige or their standing in the community. When the word of Jesus and even Jesus himself uh, conflicted with what they already had going. They said, Jesus, sorry, you got to go. You understand that, right? You understand that, right? This relationship I have, you know, I know it's not quite right, but Jesus, you in a relationship, you know, you got to go. And that's exactly what was happening here, right? They rejected Jesus. If you reject the word of God, you reject Jesus. If you reject Jesus, you reject the word of God. So the word was sown and they knew this word was true. They knew this word was right. That's why there was so much excitement and enthusiasm as they received it. But when rubber hit the road, when it was time for them to do it, couldn't quite do it. They rejected the word that they may keep their own lifestyle. Look at this in Matthew, Matthew 10, verse 32 through 39. And God help us as we do that, because it's very possible for us to be doing that in our own lives. Listen to this, Matthew 10, verse 32 through 39. And the Lord says this, these are, these are some very sobering words here. The Lord says, whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my father, which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my father, which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. 
or, or that I'm here to get along with everybody or get along with the status quo. Uh -uh. The Lord says here, think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword for I am come to set at set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law and in man's foes shall be they of his own household. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that uh, taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. He that, listen to verse 39, he that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. Very sobering words, isn't it? Very sobering words. Now understand something. The kingdom of God is not a democracy. You know, in a democracy, uh, we get to choose. You know, we have um, one government that is by the people, for the people. And if we don't like something, we, we the people can rise up and say, hey, we don't like that law. You need to change things. I want my opinion in this. I get a say. In democracy, we get a say, right? But in a kingdom... A kingdom is different. What the king says goes. The king, the king makes laws and decrees. And there is no putting our opinion in this and that. It's we follow his rules. We follow his mandates. We follow his laws because his way, actually, Jesus's way is the best way. Now, listen, I've tried to do things myself. My goodness, I've tried to go my own way. I have tried. And every time I have tried, maybe I've known a little bit success, but it always ended poorly. It ended badly. And maybe you can also say the same thing. God's way is perfect. It is perfection. You're looking for joy. His way to joy is perfection. You're looking for hope. You're looking for beauty. You're looking for strength. His way to it is perfection. <laughs> it is perfection. We have to believe that God's way is the right way. Even when his ways conflict with what we have already believed or what we've already been taught in society, his way is the best way. So instead of rejecting what Jesus said, Let's go back to our heart and ask the Lord to jackhammer the stony part of our heart. And let's excavate. Let's pull out all those rocks and, and receive God's word as absolute truth. Because he really does know the best way for us. His way is perfect. A perfect God makes a perfect plan, makes a perfect path for us. We just have to go in and follow it. Isn't that awesome? Hallelujah. He took the time and he made a perfect way for us. We just have to follow. Amen. This is wonderful. Now look at Matthew, Matthew 10. And we're going to look at this out of the New Living Translation this time. Matthew 10, verse 24. Uh, the Lord's also, the Lord also gives us some very sobering words here. And Matthew 10, verse 24 through 28. Very sobering. So listen to this. The Lord says here, students are not greater than their teacher. And slaves are not greater than their master. Students are to be like their teacher and slaves are to be like their master. 
And since I, the master of the household, have been called the prince of the uh, the prince of demons, the members of the uh, the members of my household will be called uh, by even worse names. Verse twenty five, he says, but don't be afraid of those who threaten you, for the time is coming when everything that is covered will be revealed and all that is secret will be made known known to all. What I tell you now in the darkness, shout abroad when daybreak comes. What I whisper in your ear, shout from the housetops for all to hear. Verse 28, don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot touch your soul. Fear only God who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Oh, got that? So those that receive seed on stony ground, they know the word is right and true. But when it came right down to it, they rejected it because it did not line up with their life goals, with their own personal vision, with the things they had already set out to do, with with the things that they thought were true and correct. So they rejected it. And when people came and began to talk about them, you know, the Bible says when persecution arises because of the word, they send it off. You know, someone said, you're going to that church again? You're tithing? What? You know, you can't afford to give. What's wrong with you? You mean this relationship is not right? Oh, no. Don't you love him? Don't you love her? Surely it's right. If it feels right, it must be right. And they say, well, maybe you're right. And the persecution comes at them because of the word that they have received. They reject Jesus. Remember, to reject the word of God is to reject Jesus. To receive Jesus is to receive his word. And if you receive Jesus, you also receive the one that sent him. Glory to God. So really, To reject Jesus is to reject his word, is to reject the father. But if you receive the word of God, you also receive Jesus and you also receive the father. You receive life, true and everlasting. Yes, people are going to talk. That's what Jesus said. Hey, they called me the prince of devils. What are they going to call you? (laughs) You know, he said, you're not above me, buddy. But listen, That's what the world does. It likes to call names. And remember, you are a child of light still living among darkness. Yes, we're citizens of another country. Heaven is our home, but we're still living here in the earth among darkness. Jesus said that we're in the world, but we're not of the world. And understand something. If we're really walking like light in the midst of darkness, somebody sooner or later is going to say something. They may not say it to your face. But they're going to say something because they don't want your light shining on their darkness, exposing the darkness. So they would rather you just stay wrong, just continue in wrongness with them. Misery loves company. They would rather you just do wrong with them than stand up for right because your right will expose them. But the Lord says, don't worry, I got your back. Jesus has our backs. Hallelujah. So the thing we want to know tonight 
if we find a word from the Lord that doesn't sit well with us, let us correct ourselves and not try to correct the word because his word is perfection. <laughs> Glory to God. Well, that's all the time we have here tonight. Well, I know it's a tough word, but I'm telling you, if we receive that word, it's going to bring life and strength to all of our flesh. Hallelujah. Jesus said, hey, I didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring a sword. I came to bring another way that goes against your tradition, your taught values, or maybe even your social culture. Jesus came to bring us a counter culture, another kingdom. And this other kingdom is going to impact the kingdom of darkness because light and darkness cannot stand in the same place. It, it just can't. So thank you so much for joining me tonight. Next week, we're going to go back and I believe we're going to finish, maybe finish this parable on next week. And we're going to have a great time. So don't forget to stop by and join me. Share this video with a friend, this audio with a friend so that they can get the word too. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Until next time, remember, Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. His word is right. Let's follow it. Amen. All right. See you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.